Click and Cut, a click chemistry approach to developing oxidative DNA damaging agents. An article by Natasha McStay and Jukalat and others. From Dublin City University, Dublin, Ireland. Nucleic Acid Research, 2021. Abstract. Metallodrugs provide important first-line treatment against various forms of human cancer. To overcome chemotherapeutic resistance and widen treatment possibilities, new agents with improved alternative for developing DNA-damaging metallodrugs. The approach involves the development of a series of polyamine ligands, where three primary, secondary, and tertiary alkyne amines were selected and clicked using the copper catalyzed azide alkyne cycloaddition reaction to a 135 azide mesethylene core to produce a family of compounds we call the 3 click TC series. From the isolated library, one dominant ligand, TC1, emerged as a high affinity copper 2 binding agent with potent DNA recognition and damaging properties. Using a range of in vitro biophysical and molecular techniques, including free radical scavengers, spin trapping antioxidants, and base extension repair (BER) enzymes. The oxidative DNA damaging mechanism of copper-bound TC1 was elucidated. The activity was then compared to intracellular results obtained from peripheral blood mononuclear cells exposed to copper-2 TC1, where use of BER enzymes and fluorescently modified DNTPs enabled the characterization and quantification of genomic DNA lesions produced by the complex. The approach can serve as a new avenue for the design of DNA-damaging agents with unique activity profiles. Introduction Nucleic acids are ubiquitous biomolecules chiefly responsible for mediating faithful cellular replication and translation in nearly all forms of cellular life. Both DNA and RNA are therefore subjected to intensive drug discovery efforts so that cancer, monogenetic and pathogenetic diseases can be effectively treated. Since double helical DNA encodes genetic information, it serves as a primary target for small molecule binding agents. These interactions typically involve molecular recognition, such as the curvature of the major and minor groove, the negatively charged phosphate backbone, or the space between specific base pairs, steps required for intercalation. Binding at the molecular level broadly falls into two main categories, covalent and non-covalent. Covalent binders directly coordinate nucleic acids distorting their shape, structure and function and are often used as first-line treatments against cancer. The interaction is considered permanent 
as it can be removed only by DNA excision repair enzymes. Non-covalent binders interact transiently, but in doing so also distort shape and function, as the primary structure reorganizes to accommodate the ligand. Characterizing purely covalent or non-covalent interactions can be difficult, as many covalent binders must firstly interact with DNA pre-associativity using non-covalent interactions kinetically fast prior to bond formation kinetically slow. A specific example of this effect can be traced in the interaction of the anti-cancer drug cisplatin, cis-PT-NH3-2-Cl2, where non-covalent amine phosphate interactions provide initial anchoring of the molecule prior to platinum-2 cross-linking adjacent purine bases. Conversely, several important classes of DNA-damaging drugs, including metallobleomycin and neocarcinostatin, a potent non-covalent binding agents, but in their subsequent oxidative DNA-damaging phases, they activate CH-deoxyribose bonds, producing double-strand bricks that covalently modify the underlying nucleic acid structure. Several clues for developing new bioactive agents have been taken from naturally occurring molecules that recognize DNA. For instance, antibiotic groove binders such as natropsin or distamicin A contain heterocyclic pyrrole rings that contort into a crescent shape that mimics the curvature of the AT-rich minor groove. Alternatively, heterocycles of extended planetary can be stack between ages and base pairs. The naturally occurring glycopeptide bleomycin contains one such moiety, a biothiazole group which intercalates duplex DNA via the minor groove and which is proximate to a polyamine chelator that coordinates first-row transition metals including copper and iron. An activated metallobleomycin intermediate, for example, bleomycin, iron oxide, hydroxide, then promotes hydrogen atom abstraction from deoxyribose to form single-strand breaks, SSP, and more difficult to repair double-strand breaks, DSP, central to its anti-cancer properties. Similar to the bithiazole moiety of bleomycin, a thiazole 5-hydroxyoxazole tail was recently proposed as the intercalating unit of macrocyclic colibactin, a human gut bacterial genotoxin which induced DNA double-strand bricks via copper-mediated oxidative cleavage but which may ostensibly alkylate DNA due to the presence of an electrophilic cyclopropane group. Copper complexes have recently emerged as attractive chemotypes for treating human cancer. Part of this interest stems from their redox properties, wide structure viability, and the bioavailability of copper. 
in recent years several promising preclinical kappa 2 complexes, including the naturally occurring polypeptide ATCUN, aminoterminal kappa 2 and nickel 2 binding motif, were applied as DNA damaging prooxidants within human cancer cells, starting with the kappa 2 bis 110 phenanthroline chemotype recognized as the first artificial chemical nuclease. It was shown how introducing design of phenazine ligands with extended planarity enhances DNA binding and cleavage activity. More recently, tree and dipodal caging ligands such as trees 2-pyridylmethylamine TMPA and D2-picolamine DPA were developed to improve solution stability and allow coordination of designer intercalating groups. Several of these caging complexes displayed encouraging activity against recalcitrant human cancers, including neuroblastoma and pancreatic ductal adenocarcinoma. Despite this promise, some of the most interesting preclinical agents have emerged from polynuclear metal complex design. Polynuclear systems can mediate DNA damage in the absence of exogenous reductant, a property referred to as self-activation, with selective intercalations such as discrimination between ATAT and TATA base pairs, along with discrete binding in the major groove at helix coil junctions or at the three-way junctions are possible through careful design. The use of polynuclear complexes therefore provides cooperative interactions at a drug DNA interface that are not possible to achieve with sample mononuclear agents. We recently reported an unusual C3 symmetric opioid scaffold with nucleic acid condensation properties and investigated its non-violent transfection properties. The preparation of this scaffold relied on coupling 3-morphine-heterocodine-oripavine-ocodine molecules to a center mesitylene core. Protonation of a tertiary amine present in the piperidine ring of each opioid then provided an overall 3 plus cationic charge central to DNA charge neutralization and condensation. In this work, we question if a similar C3 symmetric approach could be applied to develop therapeutically active DNA oxidants and if click chemistry could provide a modular strategy for the development of such agents. Although click chemistry has an extensive range of applications in the field of nucleic acid click chemistry, it has not yet been widely employed to construct DNA binding metallodrugs. An exception is polyamine G quadruplex stabilizing compounds where multiple triazole rings were found not only to anchor specific protonatable amine side chains but also played crucial roles in P-stacking interactions with terminal G-quartets. To facilitate the current strategy, we prepared a 135 side mesitylene core 
and applied. Copper One catalyzed Azadel Keen Cyclo Edition CUAAC. Click chemistry using primary, secondary, and tertiary alkyne means to produce a library we call the Tree Click TC series. TC compounds were then investigated for their ability to coordinate first row transition metals with one ligand TC1 emerging as a high affinity copper 2 binding agent with potent DNA recognition and damaging properties. Results and discussion 3 click ligand development We employed the CUAAC click reaction to generate TC compounds TC1 to 7 described in figure 1a and b. The parent 1353-acidomethyl-246-3-methylbenzene-3-azide was prepared using 246-3-spromomethyl-mesitylene in the presence of excess of sodium azide. Initial experiments to identify suitable conditions to click alkyne substrates to each side of 3-azide focused on studying a simple 2-methyl 3-butene 2-wall substrate with copper sulfate 1% in the presence of ascorbate 10%. This reaction proceeded at room temperature with the product precipitating in visible yield. Following this reaction, 9 alkyne amines varying from simple propagylamine to aromatic ethinylanilines when identified as potential substrates. Each group contains either a primary, secondary or tertiary amine and our overall aim was to develop 9 compounds. The first set of TC agents, TC1-3, was prepared using propagylamine 1 degree, N-methylpropagylamine 2 degree and N-N-methylpropagylamine 3 degree. For TC1, initial experiments focused on treating triazides with propagylamine using typical catalytic conditions required for click chemistry, including copper sulfate or copper bromide, which added ascorbate, but in all cases no product was isolated. Further attempts using anaerobic conditions under flux and with excess copper also proved unsuccessful. Similar difficulties were encountered during the attempted preparation of TC2, suggesting the use of primary and secondary means inhibit this particular CUAAC reaction. To prove this further, the reaction involving the tertiary N-N-methylpropagylamine was investigated and this afforded the desired TC3 click product at the first attempt. Amine protection chemistry was then investigated where Bock protected propagylamine and N-methylpropagylamine were examined in the CUAAC reaction with triazide. These reactions were successful but required purification by column chromatography and subsequent difficulties were encountered in the removal of the Bock protecting groups from both products. In keeping with the scope of this study, the click reaction was revisited 
using a broader range of conditions. The solvent mixture was changed from THF to T-butanol, a more polar protic solvent used in the first click chemistry reactions reported by Scherpless. And the preparation of TC1 and TC2 was then achieved with propergelamine and N-methylpropergelamine. These reaction conditions were further optimized through use of a T-butanol H2O1 to 1 solvent mixture. The next group of alkyne amines investigated was the author substituted three ethanol analines, similar to the propergelamine series, three ethanol aniline, one degree and three ethanol and methylanilanine. 2 degree did not yield the desired three click products TC4 and TC5. But 3 ethinyl and methylanilanine 3 degree was successful without the use of protection chemistry and provided a straightforward route to TC6. Ideally, click chemistry reactions should be performed in aqueous conditions without the need for protecting group, but since the 1 degree and 2 degree ethanolanines were water insoluble, an organic solvent was required, which resulted in the use of POC protection chemistry to prepare TC4 and TC5. In this case, the protection was easily achieved through excess TFA, with the desired three-click products isolated by flash chromatography. To complete this series, the PARA substituted four ethanolanines were investigated as a possible route towards developing the final three compounds. In parallel to either observations, four ethanyl and N-dimethylaline, three degree, generated by the methylation of four ethanolanine, provided a straightforward route for generating TC7. However, 4-ethanolanine could not be clicked to triazide, and so the bulk protected 4-ethanolanine was prepared, but no conditions, including long reaction times and high catalyst loading, were found to promote the click reaction. Methylation of the bulk protected 4-ethanolanine did not proceed in order to generate 4-ethanyl and methylanine and the subsequent 2-degree 3-click product. The final 3-click library therefore contained 7 compounds. The propergelamine series TC1-3 that contain simple amine handles linked by one carbon spacer to the thiazole ring. The three ethanolanines TC4 to 6 and 4-ethanolanine TC7. Prior to DNA screening experiments, a series of controls were prepared based on a the three-click scaffold lacking an amine handle, TC bromium and TC IPROH, and b simplified tripodal amines lacking the triazole group T1 to T3. 
The purpose of these controls was to ensure any novel nucleic acid interactions observed were not arising from either the amine or the triazole scaffold alone. Screening for innate DNA binding interactions The DNA recognition properties of TC series, along with control compounds, were probed using electrophoresis experiments with supercoiled PUC19 DNA. TC1 was examined across a wide concentration range and found to condense DNA at high concentrations between 250 and 500 micromolar. TC2 to 7 were then examined at high loading only, 100 and 500 micromolar, with slight aggregation effects observed for TC6 and TC7. To control agent TC bromium had only a mild condensation effect at 500 micromolar, while TC IPROH had no effect on PUC19. The tripodolamine controls were more active at condensing DNA. T1 was observed to mildly condense PUC19, while T2 and T3 were highly active at 100 micromolar, which was not surprising since both agents can carry a 6 plus cationic change and are flexible. Taken together, these results indicate that electrostatic interactions can play a role in DNA aggregation, but the TC series are not potent DNA condensation agents compared to simple polyamines or C3 symmetric opioids. Nuclease activity in the presence of first row metal ions. The interactions of the TC series was next examined in the presence of first row metal ions. Given the presence of the three potential amine metal ion binding sites, three click scaffolds were pre incubated with three molar equivalents of either copper 2, manganese 2, or zinc 2 ions, all of which are known to catalyze DNA's transition when complexed to specific ligands. Prior to incubation with DNA for a period of 24 hours at pH 7.2. Of all the reactions studied, the 3 to 1 kappa 2 TC1 complex, hereafter referred to as kappa 2 TC1, was the only complex to display DNA damaging properties. Here, supercoiled PUC19 was completely relaxed to its open circular form, OC, indicating the formation of single-strand bricks, SSB. Since these reactions were conducted in the absence of exogenous reagents, for example, added reductant or peroxide, the copper 2 tc one complex appears capable of self-activating chemical nuclease activity, an effect previously observed for several polynuclear copper 2 complexes and mononuclear kappa-2 complexes of marine alkaloids. To establish the role of amine coordination SSP formation, the reactions of TC ligands with kappa-2 were repeated in acidic buffer, pH 
In these conditions, the chemical nuclease activity of copper 2 TC1 was negligible, indicating the metal ion binding, and thus chemical nuclease activity is inhibited due to protonation of each primary amine site in TC1. Finally, the activity of copper 2 TC1 was monitored at lower concentrations and shorter time frames. Again, in the absence of exogenous reagents at neutral pH, after 90 minutes, the presence of 5 micromolar of copper 2 TC1 initiates single strand breaks formation, which complete conversation to the nicked form at 50 micromolar exposure. Extending the incubation time to 6 hours showed the more efficient DNA cleavage could be obtained with 5 micromolar of TC1. Copper 2 ion DNA dependency To determine the optimum copper binding ratio required for DNA damage, a series of experiments were designed to identify the DNA binding and nuclease activity at different ratios of copper 2 TC1 ranging from 1 to 1 to 8 to 1. In parallel, high-resolution ESI-MS analysis were conducted using the same copper 2 TC1 ratios. Firstly, DNA binding was examined through an atidium bromide competitive displacement assay with calf thymus DNA, CT DNA. Here, the percentage displacement of bound atidium bromide was plotted as a function of kappa 2 TC1, and data were compared to a kappa 2 nitrate control in the absence of TC1. It is clear the DNA binding activity of TC1 is dependent on kappa 2 with the percentage of bound atidium bromide diminishing as a function of metal ion concentration. DNA cleavage activity was then investigated using PUC19 plasmid DNA. Here, solutions of copper 2 TC1, again ranging between 1 to 1 to 8 to 1, were taken and exposed to the plasmid across a 2.5 to 10 micromolar TC1 concentration range in the presence of added ascorbate. Results were then compared to controlled experiments of copper 2 nitrate in the absence of TC1. No significant nucleus activity was evident at ratios of 1 to 1 and 2 to 1 of copper 2 TC1. However, higher equivalents of 3 to 1 and 4 to 1 copper 2 TC1 were active with the formation of single strand breaks and double strand breaks emerging along with complete degradation at higher concentrations. Complex ratios exceeding 4 to 1 kappa 2 TC1 displayed rampant DNA degradation. Copper mediated DNA damage in the absence of TC1 revealed significantly lower levels of activity. Here, the onset of nicking was detected at 15 micromolar with higher levels of damage occurring at 30 micromolar and above. Finally, to identify the predominant copper 2 TC1 species present at each of the tested ratios, ECI-MS analysis 
was performed. From the Kappa II TC1 reissue prepared 1 to 1 to 8 to 1, attempts were made to identify three complexes corresponding to monocationic forms of mono, di, and tri nuclear species. The distribution of these three fragments were then normalized as a percentage of the total relative intensity of all three fragments. This analysis revealed simultaneous yet independent 1 to 1, 2 to 1 and 3 to 1 complex formation in situ upon increasing addition of kappa 2 nitrates. Significantly, this pattern revealed a sequential and proportional transition form an initially predominant mononuclear species to a mixture of complexes dominated by the trinuclear agent. Comparing these results with the activity observed in figure 4a and b reveals an interesting correlation. The 1 to 1 complex is inactive and while the emergence of the 2 to 1 species enhances DNA binding, its DNA damaging properties remain low. Thus, it is not until the 3 to 1 complex emerges that a potent combination of DNA binding and cleavage activity is produced. DNA binding and time cause cleavage interactions. To establish how copper 2 binding influences DNA recognition, apparent DNA binding studies were conducted with calf thymus DNA CTDNA along with alternating core polymers poly DAT2 and poly DGC2. These experiments determined the indirect binding constants based on the injection of bound etidium bromide, which serves as an intercalating reporter. The TC1 ligand alone demonstrated moderate DNA binding constants of circa 10 to the power of 6 molar with CTDNA and AT duplex polymers, while a lower value of circa 10 to the power of 5 molar was observed with poly DGC2. However, in the presence of three copper 2 nitrate ions, binding increased by 10 and 100 fold in all three of the duplexes. Although the binding constant of kappa 2 TC1 did not show specificity, for AT or GC-rich DNA, they were nonetheless comparable to the high affinity intercalation actinomycin D in the minor groove binded natropsin. Next, DNA cleavage by kappa 2 TC1 was mapped using a time course study, 30 minutes to 24 hour, with a kappa 2 TC1 25 micromolar in the absence of redundant. Band densitometry analysis showed almost 50% single strand break formation after 2.5 hour and more than 95% of the plasmid was nicked by 7.5 hour. The appearance of double strand bricks could be detected after 24 hour but only at limited concentration, circa 5% and after the appearance of single-strand breaks indicating the originate from two independent nicking events. In the absence of redundant, kappa 2 tc one
clearly produce single-strand breaks, but to better understand how this complex might behave biologically, the addition of endogenous reducing agents were employed to mimic physiological conditions. Here, transition was catalyzed in the presence of the natural reductants. Sodium L-ascorbates, where single-strand breaks and double-strand breaks occur at low concentration, 2.5 micromole of TC1 and short reaction times, 30 minutes, thereby suggesting an oxidative cleavage mechanism is at play. Another reducing agent, 3-mecaptopropionic acid, MPA, was examined under identical conditions. However, no apparent cleavage of the plasmid was observed. This phenomenon was previously been observed where exchanging redox initiators strongly influences DNA cleavage. Atomic force microscopy AFM analysis of DNA damage. Using gel electrophoresis, we have shown that copper 2TC1 is capable of cleaving supercoid plasmid DNA to open circular and linear forms by SSP and DSP formation. To study this conformational change in more detail, AFM measurements were undertaken with PUC19 exposed to copper 2TC1 in the presence of excessive reductant sodium l ascorbate DNA remained predominantly in its supercoid state. However, the addition of 500 nanomolar of copper 2 TC1 initiated single-strand bricks that were visualized. Points where ligands DNA binding occur were identified as increases in the height profile of circulating structures. An increase in complex concentration, one micromolar, rendered plasmid DNA predominantly in its open circular form, with complete degradation reached at 7.5 to 10 micromolar exposure. DNA damage was also visualized in the absence of reductant at a low concentration 5 micromolar of the complex. Small compact clusters of fragmented DNA went immediately observed and these small aggregates evident in figure 6F and G, where the complex concentration, again in the absence of reductant, was increased to 10 and 30 micromolar respectively. On close inspection of the cluster present in figure 6G, it can be clearly seen that small portions of fragmented DNA surround the compact particle. These compacted DNA fragments could not be visualized through gel electrophoresis due to their small size. However, AFM analysis provides evidence of this interaction by the moderate condensation effects of the complex. Probing the DNA cleavage mechanism with radical scavengers and BER enzymes. The copper 2 TC1 DNA damage mechanism was probed in vitro where the role of radical species were analyzed with ROS-specific scavengers and spin-trapping agents. Sodium azide, tyrone, D-menitol, and N-prime dimethyltheorea, DMTU, and L-methionine. 
these antioxidants can sequester singled oxygen, superoxide and hydroxyl radical hydrogen peroxide and hypochlorous acid, or a combination thereof. In these experiments, the delayed onset of single-strand bricks formation and the inhibition of double-strand bricks were evident. Hydrogen peroxide was identified as the most prevalent radical species required in the cleavage mechanism as DMTU inhibited the complete transformation of supercoil DNA to nickel open circular DNA. The hydroxyl radical scavenging agent Timanol had almost no influence on DNA cleavage. Both L-methionine inhibited the formation of double-strand breaks, which may be attributed to scavenging of hydrogen peroxide. Finally, the superoxide radical also appeared to be important in the DNA cleavage mechanism, since the introduction of tyrone prevented double-strand DNA formation and delayed the onset of single-strand breaks. Taken together, these results suggest the DNA damaging mechanism by kappa 2 TC1 does not follow classic phantom chemistry, but instead follows a superoxide dismutase SOD type mechanism, whereby electron transfer from a reduced kappa 1 center promotes the formation of superoxide or a metal superoxo species, which is then converted to hydrogen peroxide by a second copper one metal center. Therefore, it might be the case that superoxide does not promote DNA damage directly, but that tyron simply impedes the downstream formation of the peroxide cleavage species. In order to examine the oxidative damage mechanism in greater detail, base excision repair BER enzymes which can recognize specific lesion-specific modifications associated with oxidative damage were employed. This method was adapted by Fantoni and others with slime modifications. Repair proteins then recognize base-specific DNA lesions or a small, a smaller set of lesions with a common structure motif known as glycosylase and carefully remove the cognate-damaged bases to yield a basic sites. Specific repair endonucleases can then recognize these AP-A-purine-A pyrimidine sites and mediate strand nicking adjacent to the base-free lesion to create a single nucleotide gap that is filled by the insertion of a new base. The BER and the endonuclease enzyme employed in this study are listed in Figure 8. And initial experiments involved treatment of PUC19 with each enzyme to ensure that the plasmid was free of existing lesions. Experiments were then designed to initiate DNA cleavage using a control hydroxyl radical generated from a Fenton Kappa 2 plus hydrogen peroxide reaction alongside the copper 2 TC1 complex. After 30 minutes of continuous exposure to the complex used to initiate DNA damage, specific BER enzymes were introduced 
and reactions were allowed to incubate for a further 30 minutes with results compared to control experiments lacking repair enzymes. In the copper-mediated phantom reaction, DNA damage was inhibited by FPG and Indo-3, which indicates strand breaks and mediated by oxidized purine pyrimidine bases generated by hydroxyl radical. Reaction conditions for the copper 2 TC1 2.5 to 7.5 micromolar were not optimized to initiate single strand breaks and double strand breaks cleavage of supercoiled PUC19. In all cases, the presence of specific BER enzymes inhibited double strand breaks formation since no linearized DNA was detected. In the presence of FPG and ENDO3, a significant reduction in single strand breaks formation occurred, thereby providing protection of intact plasmid DNA. In conjugation with inhibition profile of ENDO4, these results suggest that copper 2 TC1 complex can oxidize both purine and pyrimidine bases and promote the formation of abasic sites. APE1 selectively repairs copper 2 TC1 mediated single strand breaks in PBMCs. Intracellular DNA damage mediated by copper 2 TC1 was examined using peripheral blood mononuclear cells, PBMC. PBMCs were selected for this study as they are primarily non-immortalized cells and therefore provide a suitable representative model for accurate DNA repair mechanism. An assay was designed, thereby DNA extracted from metal complex treated cells was initially exposed to specific PER enzymes and in a second step DNA polymerase 1 was introduced with a fluorescent DNTP. Later a dye YOYO1 was used to stain the DNA backbone in individual DNA molecules were stretched on cyanized glass cover slips where image analysis determined the extent of DNA damage by quantifying the incorporation of repaired bases on the single DNA molecule levels. PBMCs were exposed to copper 2 TC1 and intercellular single strand break were quantified. In these experiments, the concentration of copper 2 was kept constant, 300 micromolar, while the TC1 concentration was varied to examine TC1 copper 2 ratios from 1 to 1 to 1 to 4 compared to untreated control cells, single-strand breaks formation increased circa 5.0-fold as the concentration of copper 2 TC1 increased to 300 micromolar. Next, PBMCs were incubated prophylactically with specific antioxidants, sodium pyruvate, tyrone, L-histidine or D-manitol prior to the introduction of the copper 2 TC1 complex. With sodium pyruvate, the decrease in copper 2 TC1 mediated single strand breaks was highest, indicating that oxygen peroxide is acquired in the DNA cleavage mechanism. In agreement with the in vitro experiments, 
Overall, the inhibition of single-strand breaks formation followed the trend. Certain pure weight, more than L-histidine, more than tyrone, more than D-mannitol, indicating again that superoxide is not primary to a single-strand breaks formation. Next, three different BER enzymes, FPG, ENDO3 and EPE1, derived from an AP endonuclease family similar to ENDO4, were employed to quantify the selective repair of single-strand breaks. In PBMCs treated with copper 2 tc one a single-strand breaks forward increase of circa 1.1 FPG, 0.0 ENDO3 and 3.7 APE1 was detected when compared to only DNA polymerase 1 treated copper 2 TC1 samples. The APE1 was the most efficient enzyme in repairing the single strand breaks indicates that the majority of lesions generated by this complex are apurinic apyrimidinic sites. In summary, these results strongly overlap with in vitro analysis and demonstrate a basic sites generated by a TC1 kappa peroxide mediated mechanism, leading to the formation of intracellular single strand breaks. Conclusion The discovery of new metallodrugs with alternative modes of action is important not only to overcome resistance factors but also in treating recalcitrant cancers when no or several limited treatment options remain. In this work, we identified a click chemistry-based strategy to produce bioactive polynuclear complexes, a series of alkyl and aromatic amines with alkyne groups were developed and clicked to a 1,3,5-triazide mesethylene core to produce a library of polyamine ligands, we called the tree click TC series. Although several examples of DNA reactive polynuclear copper 2 complexes have been reported, including di and tri nuclear species containing a central aryl core, click chemistry has not been employed to furnish any of these existing libraries. Indeed, with the exception of G quadruplexes, stabilizing agents, click chemistry has not been widely employed to design small molecule metallodrugs with nucleic acid recognition properties. From the isolated library, the simplest compound, DC1, was identified as a copper 2 binding ligand with potent chemical nuclease activity. DC1 was produced by reacting a primary amine, propylamine with mesethylene triazide and it appears this specific combination is required for copper-mediated nuclease activity. Significantly, when secondary and tertiary amine tripodal derivatives, TC2 and TC3, were investigated, no DNA damage was observed. Aryl amines were also found to be inactive, including the primary amine ethylanilanine, suggesting their conserved arrangement between the primary amine and the triazole group is required for copper-mediated DNA cleavage. Similar to classical chelators, 
the Meiji TNA damage. In the presence of copper ions, TC1 contains an endonus. They are capable of forming a five-membered ring with copper. One from the primary amine and a second from the three amine of the triazole ring. Coordination of copper is essential for DNA oxidation since protonation of the amine group in acidic buffer pH 4 provides non-associated cleavage activity. In situ, ESI MS analysis of copper 2 TC1 solutions 1 to 1 to 8 to 1 identified the presence of three monocationic species corresponding to mono Di and tri nuclear forms of the complex. Correlating ESIMS results with the biological activity of each copper 2 TC1 ratio revealed the 3 to 1 complex as the active agent which produced a potent combination of DNA binding and cleaving activity. The binding activity of TC1 to duplex DNA is moderate. 10 to the power of 5 to 10 to the power of 6 molar. But in the presence of tritated copper 2, activity increases to 10 to the power of 7 molar for Kolf, thymus, and AT and GC copolymers. This affinity places it in line with classical DNA recognition agents such as natropsin, dectinomycin and several state-of-art intercalating metallo drugs, but appears Kappa-2-TC1 does not interact purely by groove binding or intercalation. Subsequent AFM analysis of Kappa-2-TC1 with plasmid DNA in the absence of reductant demonstrated the emergency of compact clusters surrounded by small portions of fragmentated DNA. Based on this evidence, it appears copper TC1 interacts electrostatically with DNA and initiates condensation that involves aggregation of surdered nucleic acid fragments that arise from single-strand breaks. In a broadly similar vein, phosphate clamping polynuclear platinum complexes such as triplatin and C, which contain three transymmetric platinum ions and which also carry a net plus 6 cationic charge, demonstrate high DNA binding affinities and are potent condensation agents of DNA duplexes and nucleic acids in general. Polynuclear copper complexes are known to interact electrostatically with the phosphate group with a recent example. Kappa 2 tetra 2 pyridyl NME naphthalene 2 plus Kappa 2 TPNAP demonstrating combined major groove residency and metal ion mediated phosphate binding. Kappa 2 TC1 demonstrates self activating DNA cleavage and is capable of mediating single strain breaks in the absence of an external exogenous reducing agent. A limited number of other Kappa 2 complexes, including tambijamine E and prodigiosine polypyrrole-based marine alkaloids, microcyclic colibectin, and polynuclear agents including kappa-2, TPNAP, and kappa-ODA, kappa-FAN2, 2, 2 microEDA, 
2 plus can also damage DNA under these conditions, with several demonstrating potent anti-cancer and antimicrobial properties. These complexes are hypothesized to produce Kappa-1 via autocatalysis involving one electron transfer from either a neighboring metal ion in polynuclear systems or directly from coordinated polypyrrole ligands they oxidize to p-radical cations. In the presence of added ascorbate, the kappa one tc one complex is generated and is a potent DNA oxidant inducing single-strand breaks and double-strand breaks arising from proximate single-strain breaks or cluster damage at low micromolar concentrations. This enhanced activity was correlated by AFM imaging in the presence of ascorbate, where single-strain breaks and double-strain breaks were identified across 0.5 to 10 micromolar concentration gradient. DNA damage assays performed both in vitro and in peripheral blood mononuclear cells, PBMC, were then applied to probe the mechanism of copper-mediated DNA damage. Firstly, hydrogen peroxide appears crucial for strand breaks, as sequencing this in vitro with DMTU and intracellularly with sodium pyruvate impedes DNA damage. The superoxide dinion was also implicated since BUC19 DNA was protected in the presence of tyrone. However, negligible protection was afforded to BBMC, pretreated with tyrone indicating a mechanism independent of diffusible superoxide. In vitro experiments with BER enzymes revealed the primary lesions generated are oxidized purine and pyrimidine bases recognized by FPG and NTO3 and, to a lesser extent, A-basic sites that were recognized by NTO4. This activity was then compared to intracellular results from PBMC exposed to kappa 2 tc one where BER enzymes, together with fluorescently modified DNTP, identified A-basic sites specifically recognized by APE1, the major cellular lesion produced by this complex. Finally, the nuclease activity produced by kappa 2 tc one appears quite different to that of established polyamines, for example, spermine, putrescine, which are known to modulate DNA damage and repair at their basic sites. Several conclusions can be drawn by comparing vitro quenching data and results from intracellular trapping experiments where available to other self-activating copper complexes. Firstly, polypyrrole-based marine alkaloids, prodigiosine and tapizumine E, along with microcyclic colibactin and cleave plasmid DNA in vitro without exogenous reductant using a peroxide-dependent mechanism inhibited by the catalase enzyme. All three natural products maintain the in vitro activity in the presence of superoxide dismutase, SOD, and hydroxyl radical scavengers, dimenitol, 
or tarp butyl alcohol, indicating a mechanism that is independent of diffusible superoxide and hydroxyl radicals. The major groove binder capital TPNAP also displays self-activation and appears diffusible free radicals are similar not involved in the cleavage process since 8-oxo-DG is not generated. However, in contrast to naturally occurring systems, strand breaks were completely inhibited in vitro by sequestering superoxide with tyrone and single-strand breaks and double-strand breaks attenuated in the presence of pyruvate. DNA cleavage by Kappa-ODA also requires superoxide with in vitro and intracellular activity, impeded by tyrone. However, unlike Kappa-2-TNAP and naturally occurring polypyroles, DNA cleavage is not affected by hydrogen peroxide scavengers. Instead, the complex mediates intracellular singled oxygen production in its doubly reduced form. For example, where both copper ions are in the plus one oxidation state. Considering these classes of self-activated systems, the DNA damaging activity of copper 2TC1 appears closely related to the copper 2 complexes of polypyrrole-based alkaloids and macrocyclic colibactin, since a activity is dependent on hydrogen peroxide b the superoxide radical is not involved during the cellular cleavage process and c singlet oxygen and phantom type products are not involved in the dna damage mechanism in summary we identified and characterized a nucleic chemistry method to produce novel polynuclear dna damaging metallodrugs conclusive evidence was provided demonstrating their lead agent from this series directly mediates oxidative DNA damage in the presence of copper 2 using a self-activating mechanism. There is a good agreement between the in vitro and cellular DNA damaging modes, supporting a mechanism closely related to copper complexes of naturally occurring marine alkaloids along with macrocyclic colibactin. Therefore, our work shows by applying this particular synthetic strategy, it is possible to simulate activity of state-of-art DNA-damaging natural products. This discovery now provides a framework for future investigators to develop enhanced DNA-damaging agents with unique chemotherapeutic properties that may circumvent innate cellular DNA repair machinery. Thank you for listening. If you would like to listen to your article as well, please drop me an email at info.pub.reading at gmail.com and let's connect.